pulled the shirt on, scored the goals. Andy Campbell on the red. This is the red. Hello, matey. Once again, we uh, we meet. Uh, it seems to be every Thursday we do this. I don't yeah. know what's going on. Ah, same time, same place. Yeah, it is. Same Quite channel. <laughs> Quite scary. Ah, he's getting into the media <laughs> side of it, isn't he? He's going to be. He's, he's going to be there. He's all over it like a rash. So, mate. Um, the Borough coming off the back of Leeds. Yeah. How was you looking ahead to going into the weekend without a team? I mean, yeah. we just don't have enough. Have you got your boots, Andy? Um, you play fullback. Yeah, play, yeah I, I finished as a, as, a, as a left back, so I think my chances uh, might be quite high. I've been uh, doing a bit of fitness this week, so phone's on. <laughs> my phone's on. I've been waiting for mine to ring. I don't know why it hasn't. <laughs> I've oh, been yeah. waiting for the last seven years, and it still hasn't, so I won't hold my breath. <laughs> yeah, same here. So, uh, what's the way? First and foremost, before we, we dig deep in into you know the action from last weekend this weekend coming up as well um what's your week been like what you've been up to getting soaked watching yeah just been sitting, just been walking my daughter my daughter play uh, football just now um yeah i uh, think she had a little five-a-side game against the ducks uh it was that wet <laughs> ridiculous but no nice you know what i mean kids football is is that's brilliant I'm, I'm absolutely blessed to watch my daughters play football yeah i was gonna ask you where, where you stand on things like bad weather cold temperatures should the kids be playing? Yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah. I think I think they need to get used to it. You know what I mean? I do think uh, certain things should be summer leagued, um, personally. But I think uh, I think it's good for them if, as long as they're happy and as long as it's not too cold. Yeah, it'd be very wet tonight. But um, no, I think uh, you know, we're all equality and diversity through and through now. So if uh, boys are okay to play in the, in the in the rain, then girls are too. All right then. Okay. Well, we used to have to referee in those conditions. Exactly. Mate, but there you go. Exactly. So let's. Um, Actually, before we jump in, if you want to be part of the show, you can tonight. A um, couple of ways you can get in touch, because we're live on the red across Teesside on DAB Radio. Smart speakers, what you've got to do is you've got to go to Alexa and you've got to say to Alexa, Alexa, uh, uh, enable skill. And then she'll come back and she'll go, what skill would you like me to enable? That was my very poor impression of Alexa. And then you go, Alexa, enable the red radio. And then she'll do the business. Like and after it. that, you just play the red radio. Now, every Alexa on T-Side's just gone into overdrive, so sorry yeah. about that. Uh, so you can listen to us on smart speakers. Uh, we are on the Google one, but hardly anybody uses it these days. Uh, we're on uh, apps, and we're online as well via the website, theredUK.com. That's theredUK.com. So you can do it via that. You can do it via Facebook Live. We're live on Facebook Live. We're live on YouTube as well. We get about a bit. We do. We do. We do. So, Mitty, uh, and if you want to WhatsApp the studio, 0330-043-2002. Messages on the platforms, or you can WhatsApp the studio, 0330-043-2002. And as we've done over the last couple of weeks, you want to put a call in, you want to talk to Andy, you want to come on air, you can. Uh, again, use your WhatsApp, but call it rather than say, well, actually, first and foremost, send us a message and say, ow, chore, I'd like to get on with a call, and then we'll sort that out for you, and we'll call you back. Right, mate, so let's dive in head first. Leeds United, what yeah. did you make of it? Um, listen, it was always going to be a hard game. We spoke last week about, um, I think, sometimes a heart rule in your head mm. um, and understanding the, the, the importance of the game. First and foremost, it was it's, it's a Premier League fixture. Yep. You know what I mean? The, the size of the, of the occasion, the, the expectation of, of the crowds home and away. Um, the, the players on, on show the subs benches the managers you know what I mean everything about it is a top top fixture um, but a frustration for me is 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 we talked at the early part of the season Dave didn't we about um, about losing that first goal and so many times this season we've especially now we, we get that we get that first goal yeah. and when we get that first goal the, the, the most important time in the next what five, six, seven, ten minutes is to shut up shop yeah and when you're playing against top sides like Leeds, they have a reaction. And uh, I looked at Leeds during the week. They played Swansea. 
they went 1-0 down after three minutes and then they were 2-1 up after seven mm. and they did exactly the same to us and if you don't learn those um, lessons very quickly you're, you're going to get stung and you're going to get burnt really really badly and I think uh, we're getting punished um, by individual errors um, which happened uh, the penalty for me wasn't good enough overplaying when we don't need to um, from the goalkeeper and, and you know I mean I've had this conversation with, with a lot of people since, since Saturday that um, people blaming the goalkeeper. And we do love Paddy McNair, but he yeah. didn't seem to jump very high, did he? For no. those challenges, no, he didn't. Yeah. Um, but I think we, we've been we've been so blessed with um, with Stefan last season, who, who was very comfortable in playing out from the back. And now we've got a different goalkeeper, and mm. he's got different abilities. Um, he's got different qualities, and and now we're asking for me him to do a, a, a different job. Maybe he's one that he's not as comfortable as as other goalkeepers. Maybe he might be, and yeah. and I think that was very uh, evident at the weekend. And. Um, listen, it, it's a game that we, we huffed and puffed, we give it a good go, we scored two good goals, we should have scored more, but saying that, so should they. Um, and you know, I mean, we, we give it a go against the top side, it, it, it will be in and around the, the top two, if not challenging for, for definitely the playoffs. So um, we know we can mix it, We just it's a frustration that I look at the Bristol City game, 3-2, we were there, we, we, we had the, the point Brought in that the back. Brought that one back to 2-2, yeah, yeah flying, um, yeah. You know what I mean, Leeds, we were 1-0 up, Two one down, three one down. Get back to three two. Miss a miss some good chances. Hit the post. Hit the post. And, yeah. You know what I mean. We had some real opportunities to um, to make sure we get another point. And points on the board aren't good enough throughout the season. You know what I mean. But at this time of the year, in those, those pivotal games when you when you are losing, they're massive. You know what I mean. Because if those two points would put us one point outside the playoffs, and um, I know we're speaking downstairs with Robin. Can we afford to lose many more games this season? That's mm. my concern. My concern is how many more can we lose? And, and I'd love to throw that out to every Butterfan out there. How many, how many games can we afford to lose before we start accepting that that playoffs is going to be out of our reach? You know what I mean? And I'm saying that when we're three points outside the playoffs. I'm not being negative. I just, I just don't want us to, to think that... Um, to go into games thinking we have to win this now. It's, you know what I mean? We, it's a must win. You know what I mean? We, we, we're at Christmas time and, um, and we've lost a hell of a lot amount of football matches. We've lost eight out of 19. Mm. Now, there are teams above us who've lost more, but they yeah. don't draw. No. They either win or lose. Yeah. And that three points for a win is crucial in that, yeah, in that, in that way. Um, so we've lost eight out of 19 so far. So we're getting towards the halfway point, Christmas, New yeah. Year's just around the corner. Uh, so that's a question for the fans then. How many more can we afford to lose without ruling ourselves out of the playoffs? The number is 0330-043-2002. That's 0330-043-2002 if you want to WhatsApp the studio. Or you can send us messages via Facebook Live or also on YouTube tonight. So, I mean, what what is it in your mind? I mean, how many more can we afford to lose? Because the bizarre thing is we're three points away from the playoffs. Yeah, I know. Yet, where do we sit at the moment in 12th spot? Mm. But it's so tight. It is. I think... You know, Bristol City in 14th. Yeah. They're only they're only two points behind us. And that's madness. I think, I think for me, five max... But it also depends who you lose all those games against. I think that's crucial as well. Because and I you think losing to Leeds yeah. wasn't as bad as it could have been. No, totally. We lost to West Brom, a whole lot yeah. somebody who's right around us. When you lose to Bristol City, that's the issue. When Bristol, yeah. the teams in around you, we play Hull City in a couple of weeks. Yep. Um, if we lose to them, the gap increases. We don't make uh, the gap smaller on other teams, and we need to make sure. And, we, and I know that's not possible, but we need to make sure that we that we that we pick the points up in the right games. And we talk about six pointers, and six pointers are normally and notoriously games where you you want to stay up and not get relegated. Mm. But six points, if you want to get the playoffs, six pointers are the, are the games that you're against the sides in and around you. You know what I mean? The, we beat Leicester, and then we go and lose to Bristol City. I know. You know that, that's the frustration, and I think, and I think every Borough fans are saying we had such a bad start, and if we'd have picked up a couple of points, the odd win here and there, we'd be in such a, a positive position right now, and we could afford to lose three, four. 
four, five, seven games for the rest of the season and be really comfortable. And it's the goal difference as well when you've got those when you've got those battles with people around you because still win the game two nil. It's given it a four-goal swing in the goal difference between you and that team who's yeah. sitting near you as well. So uh, we got Ipswich coming up. We'll go on to that. We'll move on to that one shortly. But you know, as well as Ipswich, we've got the likes of West Brom to play. They're in and around us. We've got the likes of well, we've uh, we've already mentioned Hull City. They're around us. So you know, we're in that we're in that run of games now where you really can't afford to drop points. I mean, okay, Leeds, we could. Yeah. We aren't looking at the top two places this year. Yeah. You know, anybody who comes on here and tells us we can get automatic promotion, um, I'll be signing. I was going to say I'll be signing up for St Luke's, but whatever it's called these days, um, because top two are out of it. Yeah, yeah, we could go on a, a, an amazing run, an Arsenal-esque run from Arsene Wenger's era, but um, we're not going to do that. So um, yeah, the question's out there: mm. how many how many games can do you think we uh, we can afford to lose? Just looking at that Leeds game. I mean, you've touched on we go 1-0 up and then immediately, almost immediately, we're 2-1 down. Yeah. Uh, what could we have done different at that point? I mean, you're just three minutes into the game. Yeah. You've got to go to Van. You can't shut up shop with 87 to go. No, no, it's it's a concentration levels, you know, and I think uh, it's that chicken and egg situation, you know, that, that you, you don't want to go gung-ho and leave yourself wide open, you know I mean? You're playing against a good side. The, the most we, we spoke on uh, last Thursday about silencing the crowd. Yeah. It's the first ten minutes to silence the crowd. You know what I mean? And and, and because we we started really well, I, I think we've scored too early. And I know that people will think, yeah, how can you score too early in a football game? You score with three minutes in the, into the game, you've got eighty-seven to hold out. Well, mm. nowadays it's probably ninety-five to hundred minutes left, um, and it's it's a long, long time to hold on. And when you've got a ten players later on in the game, and 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 when you're three-one down and you're chasing the game, and it's there's so many. There's so many negatives in terms of when you're letting goals in, and it's in, and, and we we can't afford to be. Ch we're too good to chase games, uh, even against top sides. We, we we're too good. Like first the last five games, they have three goals against Plymouth, three goals against Bristol City, three goals against Leeds. Leeds I'll probably take because of a very good side. They've got Premier League players throughout. Yeah. They've got good centre forwards. They've got yeah. an abundance of talent on the pitch and on the bench. Bristol City, three goals. Could, should have been avoided. Plymouth three goals potentially should have been avoided. You know, what I mean, how many how many points could we and should we have picked up in the in those five games than than the points that we've already picked up and um, and because Leeds game should have been the same as the Leicester game. It's a free game. It's a free hit. Yeah. Um, but these games are running out from being free hits. Then now that we need to start picking um, points up and earning the right to um, to get up that table. And those, I mean, those. Good, you've, you've highlighted the big goal scoring. But I'm just looking at the record of the last handful of games. You know, Exeter put two past us mm. uh, in the AFL Cup. Yeah, we scored three and we got past them, which was great. Stoke City put a couple past us yeah, at no the Riverside. Yeah, Norwich scored. You know, yeah, Norwich scored against us. People are scoring mm. against us, but we knew that was going to be the borough this season yep. because that was the borough last season. Yep, but we scored more than the other teams. But we had the firepower to pull ourselves out of it. A yep. little, little bit more tricky this season. Mm. So at the point of. I mean, where did at what point in that game against Leeds did you think it was all over? Was it a three-one or? Um, yeah, yeah I, th I think I think even even when we got that second goal before half time, I think it was probably a good thing for Leeds because I think it it, it regroup they got regrouped at half time and they changed their tactics a little bit. They didn't they weren't as expansive. Um, I think especially when the play when, when Dyke still got sent off, it gives it give them an opportunity to um, to keep the ball to kill the game a little bit to kill the tempo. They're at home, they're they're in control, and and yes. We still had a couple of chances to get back in the game, and probably should have got back in the game. But they also missed chances, and um, I think probably the the result in the end was probably the correct result. I think they probably deserved to beat us, um, but 
you know what I mean we, we give it a good go we mm. give it we give it we give it a right go we turned up and, 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 and give them a scare but um, for me we need to make sure that we, we turn up against Ipswich trying to get a result because they'll be a good side um, you've got Hull then you've got Swansea uh, and then you've got I don't know if it's a free one in the cup now because you want to go as far as possible but I've got Aston Villa coming up after Christmas as well which is a fantastic opportunity for the club I know it's just been announced on the, from BBC is a, is a, the live game at Apples yep. Fives that's fantastic for live the area game, yep. fantastic for the area um, fantastic bit of publicity for the for the football club as well so um, there's good things happening we just need to make sure that we're in and around there I think that's my concern if we're not after Christmas just to finish the Leeds one off how far adrift were we from Leeds I mean because it was it did finish 3-2 yeah. we did hit the post in the last 10 minutes had that have gone in 3-3 yeah you don't know what Leeds yeah. or how Leeds would have reacted um, did you see a world of difference between the two clubs um, clubs no um, scoreline no I think probably player for player yes in terms of some of the changes that they made substitute wise I did squad wise yes some of the players that they've got in their squad who who weren't injured but weren't involved you know I mean some of the young players that they've got um, Gray especially I thought was outstanding um, you know I mean the, the Gray name in the Leeds history is just <laughs> outstanding you know yep. what I mean so I don't know, I know, he's, you know he's part of that family um, and if I can that as a heritage of continuing then, then fantastic for them but they've just got a good mix you know what I mean they've brought in some, some really good players in really good areas when you've got players like Patrick Bamford on the bench when you've got players like um, uh, is it Gonto on the bench who's, who's, he lit up the Premier League last year you know and he's an international footballer when you've got those options off the bench you're not doing too badly you know what I mean and I think that's what we mix uh, we miss really we miss the options who can really change a game we miss the strength and depth you know that we're bringing on players who are so far off match fitness as in Matt Clark I think he was a little yep. bit far off the pace and obviously impacted on the on the, on the penalty um, and, and not having the options and now with the injuries and the suspensions and, and not having a a defence by the looks of it you know what I mean coming up against a very good side it's yeah, it's a little bit concerning uh, got to ask the question about Patrick Bamford's haircut, mate. What do you think terrible, about Bamford's terrible, haircut? Terrible, terrible, uh, terrible. However, and this isn't a jealousy thing, by the He'll way. He'll never go missing, will he? I mean, no, Defenders no, will always no. spot him. I haven't yeah. got. I haven't. I, I'm, not, I'm not having hair envy with that, but he, he has got. He has got. <laughs> he has got a, a decent head of hair on him. Shocking. Just not the right um, style and colour. Not the right colour. Uh, if you'd like to uh, put a call through to Andy and have a chat with him, give him your views. Uh, answer the question how many games can we actually afford now to to uh, to lose uh, and still make the playoffs all you've got to do is whatsapp or send us a whatsapp message 0330-043-2002 that's 0330-043-2002 send us the message uh, and we'll and just say I want to have a chat or give us your comments uh, and if you want to have a chat we'll give you a call back uh, some comments coming in on social media thick and fast uh, very good evening everyone uh, watching, that's from Ian um, Stu Golly, evening everyone we always seem to end up on the wrong side of a game like that ah, you've played for a couple of clubs mate Yeah. you know, as a Borough fan I agree with Stu you sit there and you think only the Borough Yeah. is it a regular thing for all other clubs as well to finish on the, the losing end of a, a 3 tour, or or is it a Borough thing? I think you remember them because you're really close, you know what I mean and I think it always hurts because it's teams like Leeds and it always seems to be the bogey teams and always the teams that you want to beat we get a little bit closer than normal, but we're still a little bit too far away in terms of results and, and league placings. Um, but no, it happens all the time. I do think it evens itself out, you know. Um, but if it is a Middlesbrough thing, and if it is um, a mentality thing, we need to, yeah. need to make sure that if we get level at 2-2 or we get back in the game, we just 
kill a game. We yeah. see the game out, and, yeah. that, and that's that's an experience thing. That's a that's a player thing, by the way. That's not a tactic on the on the sideline by a manager because players are playing the game. Um, if they get back into the game, they see the game out. You know what I mean? You grab people in, and you you make sure that you cover areas, and and you do a job which you don't like to do, but you do it for the team. You know what I mean? You might not play the game that you want to play, but I tell you what, it's so effective and it, it gets the results. Um, but first and foremost, you need to get back in the game. And it's fine margins, hitting the post, that going in the net, fine margins again. But listen, Latte Lathi scores two goals, you know what I mean? Comes in and he's done really well since he started. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, let's look at the positives Miss, as well. He's two, but scores two. Yeah, he's, he's, since he's come in and he started, he's, he's, he's really showing his, his worth and showing his form. And Josh must be sat on the bench thinking, a, what did I do wrong to, to, to be pulled out? Yeah. Um, B, when am I going to get another chance to get back in? Because, you know what I mean, whilst goal, goals are like buses sometimes, when you get one, a million come along and hopefully it continues because he's, he's obviously a very talented footballer and I think that goal against Cardiff City when he came on and he, he burst through, showed his pace, showed his composure, since then he's not really looked back. Yeah. Yeah. So from a fan perspective, it's just you remember them because it was a, a goal. It was a goal fest. Yeah, because it hurts, and, and you lost out yeah, by the hurts. single yeah. goal. Listen, yeah. every every Borough fan remembers the um, the big results. You know what I mean? The Man City when we beat them at the Riverside seven yeah. one. You know what I mean? You remember those because they blow them. You blow them away. You don't really remember a game where you win three two at home or even away. You know what I mean? Because you you remember the big games that you win by big results. But when you lose the close ones, you just seem to remember a little bit more because they hurt more. Because if you if you get beat by the better side and you get beat three four five nil. You've been beaten by a good side and you've not turned up. But when you get beat three two, it's could we have done more? Mm. You know what I mean? What what fine margins? Was it a mistake penalty? Yeah. Was it a hit the post fine margins? You know we just need to sometimes make sure that we turn chances into goals and we we try and not ship in as many like nine and five is is a big return really against yeah. us and we, we need to make sure that doesn't continue. Uh, plenty of comments uh, winging their way in. We've uh, got some coming in from YouTube. Got them. We'll be uh, we'll be jumping onto that one shortly. Let's rattle through a couple on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, and all you got to do is, you're watching us on Facebook Live. Comment on Facebook Live. Uh, Ian, he's the Dallow fan, yeah. resident Dallow fan who joins us every is week. He just wants to thank Middlesbrough for letting Darlington use their facilities last weekend, uh, with Dallow's game being cancelled. Uh, very much appreciated by the fans. Fantastic. So, glad yeah, glad to appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Maddie's with us. Um, should be very proud with the injuries we have uh, to go up against Leeds and Leicester. Proud of the lads. We'll come out good. Uh, and it's just skipped on. And I've lost it. Proud of the lads. We will come good if we can get the boys back. Uh, we can only go with what we have with 10 major injuries. Um, and I do mean major. Playoffs will depend on whether we get them back. Uh, and maybe a big chan uh, January transfer window. What about the injuries T going into this game against Ipswich? There are there are ten decent first teamers out. Uh, injuries and suspension. It's got to be said. Um, how much of an impact can that have on the team? Oh, massive! Uh, it's a massive impact, and it 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 and it has a. a, a Plays mind games with players because obviously players won't have played for a while. Yeah. Um, I'm going to my clerk again that he potentially was going to have to start at the weekend. You know what I mean? He's going to have to probably get through 90 minutes and grit his teeth and he wants to play. So he's going to have to play. You know what I mean? We haven't got the... Would you, normally, would you normally bring somebody like that who's had that length of time out of the game? You'd bring him in gradually, wouldn't you? I think in a, ideally, could. ideally, yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think probably some behind closed doors games, some fitness work, bringing him on now again to, to see games out. You know what I mean? But sometimes needs must and... I think this is that time the needs must, and I agree with Matty that you know you can only go with what you've got. Um, Ipswich are going to come to us at the weekend, and they're probably going to fancy their chances, but that'll be Middlesbrough all over yeah. um, to be 
depleted 10 players in the, in the in the treatment room but turn up a proper proper performance against a proper side who are going to play the right way with a very good coach very good manager um who are doing really well scoring goals but they're also letting goals in so i do fancy a, a bit of a goal fest um so let's see how, how, it, how it handles itself out and, and, and which way it's going to go. Not another goal fest. I've got no nails left. <laughs> uh, Stu Goldie says five more games. He's answering your question. How many more? Five how more. many more games can we afford to lose in reason um, before we eliminate ourselves from the end of season playoffs? Uh, so uh, Stu reckons five games. Uh, Lee Fisher, evening lads. Evening Lee. Hey, Lee. Um, Matty's thrown them at me. I mean, Thick and proud here. Barlasa needs to be put it needs to put it in the channel. Uh, we concede from our own box under no pressure. Yes, we play that way, but sometimes I do mean sometimes a ball into the channel to turn the opposition and get us up the pitch is a must. Uh, but then you got the second goal. Yeah, obviously we're looking at leads here. Then you got the second goal. We were calm at the back five or six times. Uh, we get up the pitch. He's disappeared again as the messages come in. This is awful. Um, where are we? Five or six times we get at the pitch for a corner and score. It's catch twenty-two for me, but the lads need to be cleverer at the back sometimes. So I think what he's saying is it's all right to play the ball out of the back as we do, as as Carrick is insisting the players do, uh, and he's said he'll take the rap for it if there's there errors and we concede goals from it. But I think what Matty's trying to say there, there are times when he should just bang it into the channels. It's a difficult one, Matty, isn't it? Because I think I think Michael's got his philosophy and his way of playing, and and we all know at whatever level of football that we've coached or managed or played, that when you've got a philosophy, you want to try and stick to it um, and be quite strict and stringent with it. Yeah. Um, Michael seems very, I wouldn't say stubborn. He's just very strict in terms of the way that he wants the boys to play, and uh, yeah, I think he plays by Lasser in in that in that role in the midfield to get us passing the ball out and I agree listen it's the kind of ball that I would have loved as a player yeah. I love running the channels I love that I used to make that run notoriously week in week out minute after minute if I could because um, that was the that was the kind of player that I was and um, I just think we don't play that way you know what I mean I do think it's a it's an escape ball it's a it's a, it's a fantastic ball in my opinion uh, but we just don't seem to to play that way and, and for whatever reason um, we have we had one way of playing um, and he's been quite strict with the, with the defeat at the start of the season, and he's been quite strict now that we're that we're picking results up all, at the minute. Bit of hit and miss, but he's he's quite strict with his with the way that he wants to play the, in his philosophy. Well, we're currently talking results, and we're talking injuries and missing players. Uh, Zach sent us a WhatsApp. Thanks, Zach. It says, uh, "Do you believe all the injury and suspensions could actually affect our chance of getting into the playoffs?" We're not just talking about the next game or the next couple of games. Zach's concerned that the amount of injuries and suspensions we've got will it have a long-term impact? Could it could it cost us our place in the playoffs? Well, I think that's my that's my girlfriend's son. So evening, Zach. Uh, I, I I personally think it will. Uh, I think I think unless we bring in new players in the window, yeah, I think it'll have a huge impact. I think um, I think the injuries are long-term. I look at I look at the likes of O'Brien, um, especially. You know, what I mean, I thought he was really starting to to turn the screws he was probably a missing link that we needed in those kind of areas he could play midfield he could play fullback mm. uh, he could really help us out because at the time we weren't defending particularly well and it's no coincidence now that we've got more injuries and we're letting more goals in you know what I mean because the strength and depth in those areas isn't strong and the players who are coming back in Coulson's found his way back in the squad he hasn't yep. played for a long time and I'm not saying these players aren't good enough but are they ready for the levels that we're talking about are, there level, are the levels too high for them Leeds mm. United Ipswich Hull City Swansea Aston Villa you know that these are the games that every football wants to play in but I 
other levels too high for them and the goals that were letting in um, the injuries and suspensions that we're picking up can they be avoided I think the serious injuries obviously obviously they can't be the cold weather's coming you notoriously pick up more injuries in those, those kind of weather you know what I mean there's more training happening because you're trying to get players ready you know what I mean they've got we'll have more games so there'll be less less training but more games the suspensions for me are the, are the, are the silly ones you know what I mean that we that, that can 100% be avoided you know what I mean two yellow cards are, are silly straight reds you know what I mean we, we need to make sure that we avoid as much as we possibly can because it's going to have a huge impact yeah. we're talking about that magic number of games that we um, that we can't afford to lose and Zach's question is brilliant um, but we can't afford for me it's five games I, I'm going for five um, I'm hoping that there's a a change in the league in terms of something happens and everyone beats everybody and, it, and, it, and the number can increase but for me at the minute if we keep having the injuries that we've got and we don't invest in the window if that's a loan market or, or a full transfer I think it'll have a huge impact in get us getting in the playoffs just to think you've got to go through more than half the season and you can't afford to lose more than five games uh, it's a bit of a frightening thought isn't yeah. it but there you go a um, couple of more comments uh, Lee Fisher reckons Paddy Bamford should sue his hairdresser nice one <laughs> uh, I'm thinking about doing the same Lee to be fair so. and I think I've missed something here because Ian said City score was 8-1 Andy oh was 8? yeah oh sorry what was that? I missed that one uh, we talked about the games that you remember don't you and I said uh, oh yes it was before it was obviously it was obviously before Man City became a, a big, big club. Yeah. Eight, eight, one. I was there. Even better. Eight, one. I was there. Yeah, I missed, I missed that. I, I must, have, I must have missed the eighth goal. Yeah, all right then. Okay. <laughs> I remember doing... Who did we do? Was it Sheffield Wednesday? We did 8-0 as well. And there was yeah. a funny story because Sheffield United... Um, this is going back a bit. This, this is I, I, sadly, I was at that game as a young kid. I've got to say, um, but Sheffield United used to always put no Wednesday's score by the side of the pitch with the old boards that they used to have. Yeah. Didn't have electronic scoreboards then. And um, Tele- teletext and see when, when it got to eight nil, they didn't have an eight. Oh. They just didn't go that high, so they put two fours one on top of the other. So <laughs> like that's, that's how United. That's like how no, Wednesday. Dave, you remember games, don't you? Like certain games. I remember. I remember the game we played Arsenal at the Riverside, and we got we got. I think we got walloped that day. I mean, I think that was about six, seven, or eight, one. Yeah. Um, when they had a, a real good side, Invincibles and Elka, Oven, Mars, Bergkamp, yep. etc. Um, when I was at Cardiff, we beat Oldham seven one away. You know, mm. and the days of the game, the games that fans always remember, players yep. remember because they, you blow them away. So, yeah, eight one. Wow. Not bad. Not bad scoreline. Uh, it is Andy Campbell on the Reds and on Facebook Live and on YouTube. You can get your comments through. If you want to WhatsApp the studio, you can. 0330-043-2002. If you actually come up the show and talk, you can. WhatsApp that number. 0330-043-2002. And just tell us you want to come on and we'll give you a call back and put you through to Andy. Um, Stu Campbell Got on YouTube. Dad. Dad. Yes, we did. Do you think that Mr. Gibson has taken us as far as he can? When he took over the club, being a millionaire was good enough to build a team around us. But now you've got to be a billionaire to run a club. Is it time to sell? He's trying to get me in trouble. He is, isn't he? <laughs> he is, isn't he? Um, you can look at this question in, in two different ways. Has he taken the club as far as he can in terms of uh, um, his own personal ambition? No, he loves the area, he loves the club. You know what I mean? For me, he's the best chairman that the football's seen in terms of British um, uh, investors, chairman, owners. Um, who's going to come and buy the club? Who's going to come and spend the money that we're talking about? Um, the Saudis, you know, what I mean, they've got they've got Newcastle down the road. Unless Middlesbrough Football Club get back in the Premier League, it's not appetising enough for somebody. I don't believe. You know what I mean? Because why would they come here? Why wouldn't they go for Leeds United? Why wouldn't they go for um, a big club in the a bigger club in the Championship? You know, we're a big club. But it hurts to out. say, but you can see why. 
PIF came in and bought Newcastle. 100%. Yeah. 100% because it, it was appetising you know and, and that Premier League that holy grail to get in the holy grail and to get in the Premier League look at Everton have struggled for years but now they've got the owner now they've got the right owners in place the, the football club can potentially kick on and, and start having a little bit of success but every team who's doing well in the Premier League is backed by a, a serious investor um, and even some of the ones who aren't doing very well are still backed by serious investors so they come down they're potentially going to go back up which causes a problem for someone like Middlesbrough you know that Steve's done a, a fantastic job he's invested a lot of uh, a lot of money a lot of a lot of time a lot of effort a lot of heartache a lot of tears um, along the way and for me I, I think along may it continue it wouldn't be Middlesbrough Football Club if I'm if I'm seeing a different owner for me I think uh, you know for me I'd, I'm, I'm a Stevie Gibson fan and I want him to stay and he's just converted 107 million quid's worth of debt to equity mm. Um, just to just to tidy the books up, yeah, which is which is key, which is so important, isn't it? You know, and I think this football club. Because let's is, make no mistake about him. it, the club loses money every year. Oh, every month, yeah. every month, yeah. every year. So you know, I mean, if it wasn't for someone like him, you know, um, would we be where we are now? You know, I mean, that's that, that's another picture. You know, what I mean, that would we be in the championship? Would we be fighting for playoffs season after season? Um, because we could have got a little bit of luck last year. We could have had Premier League football, and the club would have looked a lot more rosy than it is right now mm. um, it would have had the parachute payments if we'd got relegated it would have had Premier League money regular coming in it, it's just we need to try and get that little bit of fortune a little bit of luck tweak things in the right areas uh, because listen we're not, a, we're not a club now who goes and spends 10-12 million pound on a footballer you know what I mean Steve's done that yep. uh, many a times um, some he's done really well in terms of backing some have failed miserably um, but that's football Couple of comments coming in on Facebook Live, mate, before we move on to the weekend's game. Sam Morsey to get booked. Uh, Chaplin to score, but Borough to win 2 1. I take all. I take that's, all. That's take Lee all Fishers. Them. I take all, Emily. <coughs> Stick a tenner on it, Lee. To be fair. No, I sorry, them. I can't possibly encourage you well, to be betting. Sam, Sam Morsey, I think I think he's nailed on to get booked. I think he uh, he, he loves the tackle. I think he's coming back. Loves the tackle. Be, he'll have his sleeves rolled up from minute he one. Be, he will be well up for it. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you can be too up for games. Um, you know, so I'm sure he'll he'll have um, he'll have his professional head on, but he, he won't want to lose a game of football coming back here. Yeah, um, Ian's uh, celebrating uh, the Dowler fan wowsers Dowler centre midfield today. Well done, um, Leon. How many games can we lose? I think you can afford to lose more, but it all depends on winning more than drawing. So I think. Yeah. Uh, you know, someone getting in the playoffs could lose about nine games before it starts taking I, an impact. I, th- I think. I think the more we talk about it, I think we can afford to lose more games as long as we, we lose the right games. Yeah. You know, you lose the games against the bottom three. I don't think it has an impact. You lose the games against the top two. Doesn't really have an impact. You lose a, 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 a game against a side who's in sixth place, two or three points ahead of you. Become six points. It's a big, big impact. We can't. It's the impact games we need to make sure that we win. We beat the teams in around us. Hull City is a massive game. Yeah. You know what I mean. You can only look at your next game. You can only, you can only beat who's in front of you. But for me, if we can get something against Ipswich, um, then you go into the whole game. You go into a Swansea game away from home, which will be a tough one anyway because they're down the bottom. They play good football. Uh, they have a philosophy and way of playing. You know what I mean. So it's, and new uh, manager. Yeah, it seems to happen to us, this. Bit of a honeymoon, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, just looking at the games now, we've got Ipswich coming up at the weekend, then Hull City midweek, then Swansea away, then the game at Port Vale, which yeah. which cracking game when you a think about what's game. at stake. Well, it's, 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 it's a f- I'm not going to use the word free one. It's, it's a game that we want to get the semi-final. I, I looked at the draw the other day with, uh, with a couple of, couple of lads um, and we're going to get a Premier League side in the semi-final. Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? So we've been away from home in every round every round so we go we, we, we would have had the for me the easiest draw all the way through mm-hmm. 
but also the hardest way of going you travel everyone's Always. been away you know yeah. so it's it can be good and bad you know what i mean huddersfield bolton bradford um port vale exeter you know um and then it could be west ham liverpool chelsea newcastle newcastle would be good that would be good especially with, with, with the yeah, we'll keep that for the final with the fa cup draw though, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah. Be nice yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we have West Brom just to cap it off, and uh, then we can enjoy our turkey at Christmas, yeah. and and get into what everybody then tells us is that uh, that massively important run between Christmas and New Year. I think it's come early. We mentioned that last week. Yeah. We won't dig into that one again. No. Um, some good news coming out, by the way. Just 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 for the red listener, uh, this weekend we start our match day live coverage. So twelve o'clock from the Six Medals near the Riverside, we'll be live broadcasting from there. That full build up up to the game, and then we've got Rye Aussie Rye Mad Aussie Rye. Uh, who should be fast asleep by now, so I can call him what I Actually, he'll probably be awake now. Uh, so I can still call him what I want. Um, he'll be doing his watch-along. So match day live, live from the six medals. If you happen to go in there, come and find us, have a chat live on the radio. If you don't happen to go in there and you fancy it, well, come on in. Let's have some fun. Let's talk about what we expect the game to do. So that's match day live on the red. Live uh, this weekend, ahead of the Borough game, 12 o'clock, we'll be, uh, we'll be starting in the six medals. Um... Let's go there then. Uh, we've touched on Ipswich a couple of times. Mm. How difficult, how tricky. I mean, we've just played Leeds. Yep. How tricky is Ipswich going to be? Oh, extremely, because I, I think, I, I'm probably not just speaking for myself here, I'm speaking for everybody else, that I'm really surprised how well they're doing. I did expect them to fall off. Mm. Um, they've hung in on Leicester City all the way. I'm they're, amazed at that. Um, they, they play some really, really attractive stuff. I, I really like the manager, you know what I mean? He's, 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 he seemed to have earned his stripes. He's, he did really well. He got promoted. The, he hasn't, in my opinion, they're not they're not full of big names. They're not full of um, top top championship Premier League footballers. But mm-hmm. you know, where every player seems to know the role. Every seem to see single player knows their responsibility. Um, they've got a real interest in way of playing, um, and it'll be a little bit like a chess match. I think at the weekend that will we change the way that we play like we did against Leicester, or will we continue and and play our own game and and hopefully that we uh, we get some. We get some chances created and we get some goals but I, I just can't see them not scoring I can't see us not scoring because they let goals in as well I think they remind me a little bit of us last year that they let one or two in yeah. they'll go and score three and four yeah. that's just the way they play they've got so much confidence that they don't seem flustered when they go one nil behind they'll go and score two uh, when the two nil up and they, and they let a goal in they'll go and get another one you know what I mean they just seem <laughs> to score goals and seem to create chances and Portman Road one of those grounds that it's it's never a nice hunting ground it's miles away it's a, it's a, it's a camel ride to get to it it's a horrible place to play um, and nobody seems to get any joy there in Middlesbrough I, I hated it as a player every yeah. club I went to it was well, not a very nice player thankfully that one's you know th- thankfully that one's a long way off yeah. um, this one obviously at the Riverside we've got home advantage uh, but again we've got 10 players missing and yeah. and I think that's going to be crucial to, to that so they've got a few missing themselves they've got yeah. a couple they've got a couple of uh, suspensions kicking mm-hmm. into key players but they're not missing the size of the no, the numbers wise I think that's that's where the squad comes in um, in abundance really it's important that we that we had the big squad we had at the start of the season but now I think we're stretched a little bit you know you, you looked at um, a couple of the young players who've been getting an opportunity on the bench uh, would they have got an opportunity if we didn't have this, the amount of casualties that we've got potentially mm. no but it gives them an opportunity to showcase their talents um, hopefully we can pick a gem or two out of the match day squads now and, and people can fight for places but Matty said it earlier, when those players start coming back, if that's in two weeks, that's Christmas, that's January, it'd be like a new signing, um, but we need them back ready. You know, There's no point in coming back and knocking them back six weeks. We need them back ready, and the transfer window will be, it'll be interesting if we do invest. If we do, brilliant. If we don't, then 
the manager sees enough in the squad and the players coming back that we've that we've got enough to get us where we need to be. How worrying can it be from a player's perspective when you realise you are at squad bare bones? Um, it depends. I mean, some, players, it. some players will love it because it yeah, gives, it gives them, them a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're yeah. not a regular starter and you, you've now started the last couple of games, are you going to start on, on Saturday uh, against a side who's set in the league? You're delighted because this is the opportunity that you've been waiting for. Um, if you're a regular starter I and mean, you're seeing players who are coming in who, who aren't the quality of, of others, in their opinion, or who aren't fit enough, in their opinion, of, of where they need to be and the levels that they're at, then, yeah, it's quite concerning because you're wanting to excel, you're wanting to get to the Premier League, you're wanting to, to get that holy grail and get promoted. But you're only going to do that with the best players, you know, and can we afford to go back to back to defeats? You know, I'm, I don't think we can. Um, I don't think we can we can afford the confidence, you know what I mean, going into a couple of tricky games over the the rest of this month. Um, for me, I think it's a it's a game that we need to get a positive result from. Uh, will we get it? I believe so, but it's going to be tough. We need everybody on the concentration. We need everybody on the, the optimal performance and, and, and playing from minute one to minute 95, the, the, the same levels as Leicester. Uh, but so with the crowd, so with the crowd behind the borough, despite the huge number of players that are not available, yeah. you still think we can get a result, positive result against Yeah, and, and I think you've just said there, I think fans are going to play a key role at the weekend. You know what I mean? And I think notoriously Middlesbrough fans back the players anyway, but certainly back them when the chips are down. And at the minute, chips are down with the amount of players that we're losing. So whoever is fit, whoever is walking wounded, whoever turns up in that 11 at the weekend... Uh, or comes off the bench at the weekend. We back them. We back them all the way through, and and, and hopefully they'll, they'll, well, they'll do as proud because they always do. But hopefully they'll, they'll they'll get the result and the performance that we that we all expect. We'll come back on to the Ipswich game very shortly. But a uh, quick message from me and Dave. Did you go to the Dalek Middlesbrough game at Feetham's in 1985? The Madness game on and off the pitch. Yes, I did. What a ground that was, though. Feetham's. Yeah. Tin, the tin shed. No, yeah, I, I, went, oh, uh, I like Feetham's. I remember I was Darlington and Hartlepool in the playoff semi-final. Mm. Yeah, it was unbelievable. I, w- I wanted to go to both, but I went to that one, and it was just the atmosphere just blew me away. And that was me coming. I was a Middlesbrough. Was that the one when Hodgie was in charge? Yeah, Darlington. Yeah, yeah was, so was I was it? a Middlesbrough. I was a Middlesbrough player at the time, and mm. um, and uh, you know, I mean, people were wondering what I was talking about in terms of atmosphere. I played the Riverside, but then I'm going there in a in a small, relatively small ground. But the atmosphere was just amazing. You mm. know, I mean, there's so much hatred, yeah, so much passion, but it was just so much fun as well. It was proper football. Yeah, yeah. real football. Yeah, in those football surroundings. Because yeah. I remember, I remember when uh, Oji took Darlington to, to uh, Victoria Ground, as it was called then, yeah. and um, he ended up. Yeah, I think he ended up squaring up with some fan behind who threw, yeah. threw something at him, and I mean, it just shows you the sort of mm. the rivalry and the passion that we think it's there between yeah. you know Borough. Newcastle, Borough, Sunderland, Sunderland, Newcastle, you know, it's there, but it's there between Darlow and Hartlepool, yeah, absolutely. Do you remember the ground? Anyone who's been there who, who's, who's all, any watched a game there, you know, walking back over the cricket pitch to, to go back, yeah. to, to, to walk back, you know what I mean? There was only one way in, only one way out, because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't get through the park at the back, so yeah. it's, it, you know what I mean if you're a home fan and away fan you 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 you, you were you were in there, Yeah, you were in yeah. the mix. You were indeed. Stu Golly says, I think we're going to do okay against the Tractor Boys. Up the something Borough. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be careful with that one because we are on the radio, on the red, uh, across Teesside on DAB Radio, and we do want to keep our license. Um, Got to ask you about up front because Latte Lath's now been given a couple of games. He's been given a run. Yeah. Um, scored a couple against Leeds. Yeah. Absolutely. Missed a few that everybody else would have said he should have scored. Um, what's going on there? I mean, is it is it just... Did Michael think uh, I've given Josh a, a bit of a run? It's time now. He's he's not getting the goals. It's time to give Latte La um, a go. I mean, what, what? How do you read the situation there? I think he gave him an opportunity. I think it was more of a rest than 
a tactic. I think okay. he was. I think he was. That this is my opinion, by the way. I just think he. It was a right time to bring him out out the firing line a little bit and give him uh, give him a little bit of a rest. And I wouldn't say it's backfired because I think it's, it was a good decision because yeah. the, the, the other centre forwards come in, Latte's come in, and he's and he's done a really good job for the team. He scored goals. He looks a threat, which is I think is really important. Um, people always go on about the chances that centre forwards miss, and it's it's so frustrating as a, as a centre forward because when you're scoring goals, you're always going to miss one or two. It's they seem to miss the chances which are the most important. You know that you score two, but the most important one was the one he missed. You know what I mean? That's just the life to being there, yeah. being a centre forward and the and the joys of being one. And um, but he'll learn. He, he potentially he'll get that opportunity again and he'll put it away. But I think he's a, he's a, he's a threat. What he gives us a different attribute, and a different way of playing. Um, Matty was talking about putting the ball over the top. Lath can give you that because he's got pace and power. He could run over the channels. He can run over the top. He's probably not as good holding the ball up in terms of what Josh gives you um, mm. in terms of fighting a defender. He's still got still got those attributes, but probably not as good as Josh. But it gives us a different way of playing. And when you're playing against different sides, it gives us that different option. If we want to go a little bit more physical, Josh will Josh. play. If we want to be a little bit, if there's if there's slow defenders, we want to go a little bit, little bit, little bit more direct. I put a lot of laughing. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd love to play them both. I'd love to yeah. see them both. But Michael Strict with the, the way they want to play with his formations philosophy and. And that's just life. We get on with it. We move on, and we and we back whoever whoever he picks because none of them have let us down in terms of who's selected. So I think it's it's good competition for places. It keeps them both on the toes, and I think they're both very good in 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 different ways of playing. Uh, and I think we've shown that we can suit the qualities of both with the way that we're doing it. Yeah, uh, Rob's sent a message. I don't know whether he's tongue in cheek here, but he says, uh, "Great show, lads. Can you give a shout out to a huge tractor boy, Luke?" I think another story behind that. I might tell you when when, when the microphones are switched off, mate. Um, I think we're done and dusted. Let's um, let's get on to predictions. It's always that awkward one. Um, where do you think it's going to finish up Saturday? Um, I, I think we'll get a reaction. I think I think I know we've got a lot, lot of injuries. I think people are probably expecting this to be a little bit doom and gloom, but people will be getting opportunities. I expected that against Preston, mate. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, we were depleted then, and the performance levels were high. You know what I mean? Ipswich are coming all the way here. It's a long trip for them. Um, they might, they may not have as strong following because of the, the travel and potential weather. Um, for me, we need a, we need a, a strict, um, strong opening to the game. You know, what I mean, we can't afford to give chances and give goals away. Mm. Um, if we're stubborn like we were against Leicester, we'll win the game. Yeah. Um, but I do believe that both teams will score. So, um, I'd love to say we're going to win, uh, but I do think it'll be a score draw. I'm going to go two two. Two two. Yeah, still plenty of goals. You said yeah. that earlier. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm a bit like yeah. I think we. I think we've got it within us yeah. to beat Ipswich, um, but they are flying and they're yeah. coming here full of confidence. And the thing is, we have to and give respect, don't we, to teams? Of course because you do. listen, we've been there where we've had goals, we've had assists, we've got these good players in our squad, and and teams give us that respect last year. Yeah. Now we've got to pay the same respect to other teams, and and but still be on the same levels and still be on the same pitch as them, and just see what we can get out of it. Yeah. And last 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 week I squirmed. You know, I was giving it heart head because my head was telling us Leeds were going to beat beat us. My heart was saying, "Well, I'll hang out for a draw." I think this time round, I'm, I'm quite comfortable going for a one-one draw. Yeah. Can't see us winning. We we're capable of it. Yeah. I really, for some reason, don't see us losing. So no, well, I'm, 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 I'm I'm pumping for a one-one. I think I'm on the same. I'm yeah. on the same page, and I think it's it's really important. And we talk about um, how many defeats we can have. You know, I mean, these points you churn these points up on the board. They turn it into big results, you know, yeah. because if we can, um, we can get a point against Ipswich and you beat, you beat, um, you you win your next game. You know what I mean? It's 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 a real opportunity then to um, to fly up the league. Four points out of two games is a good return. 
You know, especially for a, a tide who's aiming for the playoffs. It is. And we can do it. I mean, it, no, yeah, we've got the players. Dave, without, even even the injuries, we still got the we still got a good enough eleven. You know, what I mean, we might look yeah. thin on the bench. We, we are really thin on the bench. Yeah, really, really thin in, in terms of squad. But the, the eleven will be out at the weekend. Will be severely strong. Yeah. Well, let's keep our fingers crossed, mate. Thank you very much. I'll uh, catch you next Thursday. We'll always. have a look back at the uh, the three nil Borough win against Ipswich, <laughs> which bursts the Tractor Boys bubble <laughs> and they start slipping down the table. And the clean sheet with no defenders. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, keep your boots polished you might just get yeah. that call phone's on indeed thanks matey appreciate Cheers. it forget the Mackhams forget the Mags Smoggies and Proud this is the